This is another Gnostic smorgasbord where everything's on the table. We just talk about what we're looking into. Some of the topics that we talk about are our continuing curiosity with Hermeticism, Jesus's actual words, Jasher, Epictetus, the Nag Hammadi Library, even throw in a theory on giants and talk about baby names. And those are just a few of the topics we talk about in this episode. So enjoy. Hey, Brandon. Here we are again. All right. Well, let's do a smorgasbord. Yeah, this is an opportunity for us just to talk a about... smorgasbord. Smorgasbord? Yeah, there's no G at the end. I always say smorgasbord. Oh, what is that word really? I always say smorg because I don't know how the word's supposed to end. And so because oh. of I don't want to admit that well, I don't know the word, I just well, say smorg. Smorgasbord. It's a... It's this. I think it's uh, every Swedish like, word. Yeah, like yeah, it's, all the- it's, it's yeah, smorgas. Like it's got all this stuff. Like uh, <laughs> it's a, the original buffet. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember we used to go to this. Sometimes we'd stop by this place. It was called smorg the smorgasbord. I think was it a place to eat. Yeah, oh. they had a smorgasbord, but it's a, I don't know if it's an old. Uh. Jewish? It always, for some reason, it always reminds me of Jewish. Probably because that's the way that... Uh, I think it's the old back east people. Let's go get a smorgasbord. Yeah, yeah. You know, totally. like, I mean, not necessarily Jewish, but New York or... Yeah. Immigrant, early, you know, immigrant, mm-hmm. immigrant, par- immigration part town. Newsies. Newsies from Boston. Yeah. Extra, extra, read all about it. <laughs> all you can eat smorgasbord. On a very special comedy edition of the smorgasbord. <laughs> Look how many times can we use that word. But, uh, yeah, so, um, well, one of the things we were going to talk about was what we're going to do in the future. Yeah, we've, what's funny is, so her, we did some hermetic stuff and then we were getting ready to jump over to Jasher. And then we kind of read a little bit hermetic more. and like, oh, we got to do this. Mm-hmm. So we did. And the one we just did on. Was 13. 13 was one of my favorites. Yeah. You can't, know, just can't, get get, can't get better than that. No. Um, the thing is, is like. And I don't know, like. I feel like going over all the hermetic stuff that we've gone over. I would like. And I'm not thinking. I don't think that we need to do this. Our, we need We need to do this. I could probably just do this privately, like writing in my journal and stuff. But I would like to take all the things that we've kind of gone over and to kind of like re... Because I think I'd gone back and forth and I didn't... Like today in the 13th, mm-hmm. we, we did the 13th. Earlier before we, before before this recording, we recorded the, uh, the 13th text in the Hermetica. And it's almost like, oh, now I want to go back to the Shepherd of Men, the first one. Because mm-hmm. then I'll understand certain parts better, I believe. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of how all things are. Hey, Brandon, it goes like this. Okay. General. <laughs> <laughs> Discourses. Suppliant. And then the bigger, the three levels. <laughs> then, then you're there. Then you're the, then you're the, 
the so we were we were reading the general things yeah totally you know and that was the whole point of of us doing the hermetica because i didn't you know because you read like uh the kabbalion or whatever yeah and whether you know whoever that was put together by the the three initiates initiates, which was 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 probably like mead and some of his friends (laughs) (laughs) you know but uh yeah but um like uh so we were just going through it because i wanted to know what it was you know it was it could, it, you know a mixture of of uh egyptian old egyptian yeah you know stuff and it was just really so something that i had not come across until this last year with the hermetic yeah 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 i was like wait what's this because you know you hear about Dead Sea Scrolls and Nag Hammadi and all Gnostic, that stuff. Gnostic stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, but then also it's like, oh, what's this? And it's like, but then, and then you hear a lot of weird things about it too with alchemy and stuff. And I'm like, I don't, anyway, I just don't get the association with that, but whatever it might be, have to do with the Egyptian nature or, you know, where that would. Yeah. I think I don't know how to I don't know how to address that either actually. Well I'm saying in the in these writings it's not even about that. No. And that's the problem is and that's where that's where we that's where I believe there's a big misrepresentation, maybe is the right word for it, or a confusing this is confusing. Is if you were to just Google the hermetic hermetic. Let's say you heard about it and you wanted to look into it. If you just Google Hermetic, there's a good chance that you'll find lots of sources that will also lead you down this path where you start reading some really, like, kind of sketchy type of text that would make most people kind of afraid. Like, what am I reading here? Like, or what is this? Like, very the ritualistic, very like. What power different? Stone, cult, cultish, different, and, yeah. you know, and and but numbers we, we, and we have gotten into it a little bit with the with the we the have zodiac but, and stuff, but it's about overcoming that stuff too. Yeah, and so <laughs> so it's like it's just not what it what it seemed appeared to be because I I've never really been one to want to dabble in magic anyway, but it's it it's just not even it's more along the lines of of uh like over over just getting control of your mind what i th- and what i think is i think there's a pro- i think there's a problem with a lot of people who have delved into hermetic philosophy that don't just can't grasp it but because it's because it's uh mystical to them and a little satisfying for their like they're wanting this they're wanting a more secret knowledge they continue to dig into it and they end up losing the point. Maybe that's why it, one of the things that gives it mysteriousness is, well, just what we talked about, where it wasn't, it, it was never like, it wasn't a preaching kind of a religion. It was a secret one. Where, yeah. or not, you know, where. Correct. Correct. They. Uh, it's a student, a student, it's a student, the teacher. Yes. And then, and, and, and in 13, the, the secret sermon on the Mount. Yeah. Or whatever mountain, like at the end, he's like, Hey, don't go about 
run around yeah, bragging about sil- it. S- you swear to silence. Yeah. This whole thing. This isn't something that you don't, you know, because there's levels. There's the secret serum, you know, there's the general ones that are like you can, you know, just teach people. And if they're interested, they could get more. Yeah. And I, but, thought, I think that that's kind of a problem. Because most people, if you're just wanting to seek, if you're just looking for some good wisdom, good, good, like, you know, good uh, insight, insight, and some wisdom texts and philosophy, and then like you're, you get into the same, then you're the, the book that you check out has, it's almost like it's more rituals and more like, like, uh, signs and tokens and stuff than it is like actual passing good knowledge around. Yeah. And it's kind of suspicious. Well, yeah, it's like, oh, well, you do this, you mix this with that. And, and I this think... is this is more of a that at least it seems like a level like you learn this, you think about it, you move not and move up cuz then that anyway, I, I don't think that, that don't sound like a pyramid scheme. <laughs> pyramid's the keyword. Oh, this is the original pyramid scheme. <laughs> Literally. And I think that like it even in the hermetic texts, which actually uh, Mead preferred to call it Trismegistic literature. Yeah. To separate it from the rest of the junk. Yeah. That's in there. Oh, that could be. He, as I remember, that's but, why he mentioned he 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 called it Trismegistic literature. Yeah. The, because he, he didn't want to mix it up with all the other stuff that gets thrown into Hermetic stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's actually contra. It, it's actually contradictory to the original to the to the Hermetic or to the Trismegistic literature. You're right. Yeah. Well, it's that's like it's not about like all these crazy like formulas and 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 rituals and stuff. I guess in thirteenth there was like this prayer where you face east and you, well, you know. But I. Yeah, yeah. Remember one of the things. Now one of the things I liked about what was it? you said that there was somewhere. Anyway, I don't know if you're gonna be able to think about, but. One of the things I liked about like one of the one of the interpretations of hermetic of a hermetic text is uh, what's his name Timothy Frecky and Peter Gandy's like kind of like the hermetic is kind of like a it's kind of like a summary of the of all the texts yeah, and stuff. It's really like if you want something to to, to wet your whistle. Or, there's, a good one. there's a good way to put or, it. Uh, what does it stoke your curiosity? Or to just a general, really easy way to kind of what is this about? This is really a good one. It is. Because I remember when you got me that book, I was like, because I had bought, I had bought the, the collecting, to Nia Hermetica by, Wynn Westcott. Yeah, yeah. And it was, I was like, wait, these ones aren't as good. <laughs> it got all crazy, huh? Yeah. Well, it's just it's, but they it is good. There's good stuff in there. That's the thing. I but I'm just saying this one gives you a nice simple overview, almost a general discourse. Yeah, and a lot of it, I'll have to reread this. It's called the Hermetica. I'll what have were to you looking it. for? I, something to answer our our point that I remember reading in this. And I know where it's at. I'm it. just saying it's surprising though that how much how little is involved with alchem alchemy and stuff that you know and it's all and how about it's all the there. mind and overcoming the world it's just like 
it's almost like like whenever I learned about Buddhism and stuff, I was like, this makes sense. Wait, you don't have to do anything. You just you're you're just working on your mind. You know? Yeah. It's like, whoa, this makes a lot of sense to me. You don't need all this stuff, all this other stuff. By the way, I'm flipping through this right now, and I'm like, we have to definitely reread this now because some of the things we've read in the actual text in the Hermetic Tripmegisa literature. I'm like, wow, I might understand. Oh, look, there's a whole thing on Zodiac and Destiny. Yeah. Okay, so guys, he's he's looking through the Hermetica. Let's see. Let's see it. The Hermetica, The Lost Wisdom of the Pharaohs by Timothy Frecky and Peter Gandhi. Gandhi. Um, I think it's $10 on the internet. Yeah, it's about $10. It's a little paperback. I mean, if you just want to kind of just check out some stuff, that it, it is really good. I mean, I think no matter what you believe or whatever you can it's a nice summary of the basics and then if you want to get into something a little deeper but okay so anyway where where are we going with this brandon what the heck are you looking for i'll just read this right here okay you're like wait i thought of something else i, I what, I, what i'm doing i'm finding a lot of things that we've recently come across that i primal mind is the parent of the word oh yeah human I mean, mind gives birth to speech we come across with all these words lately that we've been like, oh, what yeah. does this mean? But, um, he's here. Oh, but I foresee that in times to come, clever intellectuals will mislead the minds of men, turning them away from pure philosophy. That's what's, what I was kind of thinking of is like, when you start like taking. Oh, pure. Yeah. Yeah. When you, when you start like taking philo pure philosophy. And then you start adding in all these like extra things that, that make yeah. it more complex and like to make you, I, I kind of feel like the hermetic um, envelope of the hermetic uh, philosophy today is really stained with a bunch of non hermetic stuff. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's taking it outside of philosophy you know, because you yeah, think and of it's turned into like this religion of the, of the mind, you know, the philosophies. Uh, you know like working things out in your mind kind of yeah that, that, that's how i you no, know I, like yeah, totally. especially you know when we we're reading so it's it's taking it outside of the mind and then putting it into weird different rituals and different things that don't mess you know that might have it the intention of 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 uh you know turning your mind towards whatever but they they end up losing they become the thing the ritual becomes the thing yeah and that's of, all they concentrate on anymore yeah yeah so that's all i was trying to okay. get to anyway so what wait so okay so so anyway we've learned a lot from there so we did in Hermetica, oh but you're saying going and over then, it and again. then uh so i i don't want to i don't think that we're going to do it here but i'm just saying that like at some point, and I'll probably I'll do it. We're revisiting it. I want to revisit it a little no, bit. No, I definitely. And, there's yeah. definitely ones I want to re go over again, and there, I mean, I was like, dang, because with this last one, I was like, if I could somehow organize my note notes and stuff, yeah, you could write a good book on, you know, or you know, like on how these things all work and laying out the hermetic philosophy. But I guess that's what everybody does. I mean, <laughs> that's the thing is that we got the Hermetica, you know, that's and then you, you got Mead's three volume thing and then Westcott's and then you got Scott's three volumes on it. So there's been enough. Yeah. 
Well, another one that Scott does, oh wait, and this also has it in here too. This has the Latin Asclepius in it as well, doesn't it? Oh, okay, so that's one thing that I think... It's one thing we might have to visit. We definitely are going to... Oh, he has the whole Asclepius, huh? Yeah. It's one thing we might have to visit as well, the Asclepius. Yeah, the Asclepius is great because... That's and that's like the longest one, but I think we'll just kind of go over the one the parts that we think are important because it's a long. It is. Book. It is. It's it, the longest it's like a of all of the Hermetic books. Um, it goes from it's. Whoa. Okay, from page sixty-seven, Brandon, to. Okay, this isn't going to sound like a lot of pages, actually. <laughs> oh, dang it. 67 to 92. So that's... Uh, 67 uh, to 92? 25 pages. I can round it to 30 and be happy. But yeah, 25 pages sounds good. Yeah, so I guess that's not as long as it seems like it is. But, but it's, would, I mean, in this just, case it is. Yeah, I mean, we, we, yeah. there was that one time we had the f- four verse one, and that was a whole episode. <laughs> yeah, which one was that? It anyway, was, uh, yeah. whatever. But we so spent a long time on it. But I'm just saying, and and the Asclepius one too. They they go over a lot of the same ones, things that have been covered. But there's some really neat stuff in there too. <laughs> oh, fever tree, man. Woo. And you got the I very got, bottom got, of it. Yeah, I wasn't Dude, expecting I need that. Soda. What Dang man. man, I need to stock that thing back up. Yeah, all there is only sodas in here now are the pepper and the gosling. There's, you... there's a non-soda, the coconut matcha. Oh yeah, let's have that. What the heck, Brandon? You've been holding. You've been asking for soda. Well, I mean, I mean drinks. <laughs> Do you shake these? Yeah, shake them. Okay, so Brandon brought this special one. Oh, chill, shake, and enjoy. So Brandon brought a special treat today. Of special treat. Coconut milk. Coconut water. Oh, water. With matcha, which is green tea, he says. Matcha. Matcha Pichu. I heard that's what it means. You know what? Think it... about it. Matcha, Machu Picchu. <laughs> anyway. Here's um... one of the things that I want to do. Okay. I'm not saying we'll do it here, but if you so if you're listening to this and you think that anything that we're talking about is that you want to hear us go on or you want to hear us elaborate with and re, and research, uh, go ahead and let us know. But here's what I'm curious. Tell me tell me what you think about this, Mark. If what I have a problem with is I would like to read the words. So Jesus wrote nothing that we know of, right? The, the Jesus figure didn't write anything. Everything that we have from him was written by other people who said that he said this. Hey, he didn't have to because he was the word. Correct. Dude. Okay. So anyways, whatever. Yeah, exactly. But we, <laughs> we don't have like a text that was supposedly written by him. But we do have a lot of things that he, Jesus, if you're Christian, listen, this might be, this might be appealing. <laughs> whether you're not or whether you are or not, it doesn't matter. So, but we have a lot of things that he supposedly said. Right, my problem is supposedly. And my, well, like they claim when you have two different gospels and they and there's a few contradictions, so you have to like say that it's not all. You know, you have to. He said it all. Okay. No. Anyway, so <laughs> what I'm curious, what I want to do is read 
go through and compile and read the words that he said or that he's mm. that he was supposed to have said and just take it for what the words are and to take it for what the act you know what i'm saying don't impose like and this means this and like he's referring to something well that, that was the, that's what like if you all the writings of paul are explaining what it all meant yeah and I, there's a whole book on what i'm that, my, what i'm curious about though is if you took just Jesus's words, and then if you said you took G, and then you took the name Jesus out and say a wise man, and then said this, and they all the words that Jesus said, but under the name of a wise man or a sage, would it would it read like a Buddhist book? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like how how Western religion is it actually? Are his words really? We have these huge religions and mega churches that are based around jesus yeah but but the things that he actually said and the things that he actually taught aren't necessarily like christian christians don't own those things they're things that have been found in other religions too like you know yeah i had a whole book on this brand did you yeah but i i lent lent it to somebody and never oh lenny it was it was basically uh and maybe we can find it again, but it's it was a uh, uh, Buddha and Jesus or something like that. Oh like yeah, it, it was, I know it's been. I know it it's had been all the Gnostic and not the the Bible, the Gnostic, sure, all those different things, and then and then having the same thing said with uh, Buddhas. Well, because and let's say that the last episode we did for the Hermetic episode the 13th one that we just recorded a little while ago it could have been we had the whole like teaching teaching nicodemus yeah we had the whole like how you know we had that that situation where how can you be born again type thing well and if you just took all the thing not not all like the the um the ceremony around it not all like the stories of what happened but just like the things you actually said the very few things and, and i'm sure it wouldn't be very long only a couple pages, you know. You can fit it into like a, you can fit it into like five or six pages, probably the things he actually said. And then if just taking those alone would probably hmm. be an interesting read. Hey, Brandon, get that together. I bet you. I know. I know. What's his name? Uh, Thomas Jefferson had a whole Bible. That was his Bible. Is that, is that what the Thomas Jefferson he, Bible? He took is? his. He took yeah. Just took out the words of Jesus. Something like that. Anyway. So anyways, okay, so but that's what you want to do next? No, oh, no. okay. <laughs> I'm throwing. I'm just talking about things. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Well, no, but that that's the whole thing that got me into doing this. Anyway, is the whenever I heard Graham Hancock on Joe Rogan. Oh, you know, a couple a yeah. year ago or whatever. Yeah, about a year ago now. Yeah, and then Brand and Brandon got to go see Graham. Yeah, because Graham that's, way back. No, but that's I called you. Yeah, that's like, right. That <laughs> and I'm like I'm going to that. <laughs> I'm like, hey, th- there's this guy, you know, he's got this book out, and Brandon's like, oh yeah, I'm doing going to that, and he's like, you want to come? And I don't remember what what I was doing, what I had going on. Oh no, they were. What happened was they were sold they were out. sold out. So, but so Brandon's got an autographed copy, right? Of, yeah, of America anyway. before. But it was it was whenever I heard him talking about. All the commonalities, yeah, between different, you know, between cultures. all places that are have been far apart, haven't had, you know, with the just the flood myth, and that's why Gnostic deluge. That's you know, just you take the flood, and it's it's 
throughout the world the myth so that's a that's a good one another good thing that would be interesting to go over but i don't think that we would have the time for it is the um the adam and eve story we did no 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 no. oh you're saying like the chan thomas one Oh, you know, like the the old the it's not as religious text. It's more like the Chan Thomas. That's that one. Yeah, the F the the CIA. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, oh, I'm gonna have to look that over again to see. Anyway, well, okay. So what what we're gonna talk about in that's the near the, future? Near future, we have the options of doing that Jasher, like we talked about. But we're gonna do well. I definitely want to do Jasher because I I actually just. Cause I was I was kind of a little skeptical about the book. Okay. You know. Yeah. Because the people are saying it's false or whatever, but there's another book, the traditions of the Jews, that's basically the same exact story. Oh yeah, like it's like yeah, it so it's validation it's, to the yeah, it's original. Text. Yeah, especially the Enoch stuff and yeah. So it's not and the Abraham traditions. You know, it's it's all in there. So it, I, so as. You know, so I'd like to do the definitely the Enoch and the Abraham stuff because I think those are really fun stories. What about some of the other ones that you have? I know you have uh, well, I'm some Egyptian stuff in our near future. Oh, we're you're do right, Epictetus. So coming up soon, Epictetus, prob- possibly our next episode. Me and Mark are going to we're each pulling out our ten favorite. Epictetus verses. Yeah, from the Inchi from the Inchiridion, which means the manual. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know how to pronounce that. Inchiridion. That's, that's how. Let's just say that's how we're doing it. Really, I don't like the way that sounds though. Inchi. I like Inchiridion. Inchi- oh, Inchiridion. I don't know. Okay. Well, you know what? Next time when we actually do it, we'll have a better pronunciation for that. But we're gonna I don't do that. like we're... the way you said that. Yeah, pronunciation. I, I don't think I said it right. You said pronunciation. Yeah, this is getting this is going down. This is going. This is going down. <laughs> we're not gonna publish this one. But anyways, uh, we're taking our fa- our our ten favorite verses from that, and then we're gonna compare. We're not. We're not. We're not syncing up with them. Yeah, we're just. We're just. And it's so basically, it's the first part of it's fifty three different verses i guess you would say so we're and we're taking out our top 10 then we're gonna hopefully we'll have some of the same ones and yeah we're gonna see if we have anything that's similar uh mark already has his favorite 10 i'm only at seven now so i gotta catch up but but we'll have that for you next time yeah and then um what i i'd like to do i don't know how much you know about and actually i know you know more about it than me so Hmm. but uh because you've read the Gospel of Mary or whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm saying like the Nag Hammadi, the Gnostic stuff. I yeah. don't know anything about Gnostics. And actually, uh, oh, is, is Anne calling you? No. Okay. Well, uh, the, the one of the, the, the person that commented most recently on our things, she, she, uh, I believe it's a she. Do you need to... Um, commented she said because on on uh the seneca episode she said this is more like logic than gnosticism yeah okay and i was kind of like well yeah yeah totally right yeah yeah and 
and the the thing about our actually most of our stuff isn't gnostic oh not know? at all we haven't, we haven't like gone into it too much but yeah and it's the the more what we were the not the reason we called it gnostic deluge is because gnostic is gnosis knowledge and the flood like a flood of knowledge we're just like we're all over the place like yeah and that could be confusing for people who are thinking of the gnostic tradition but i think anybody will get even people in that will would yeah i hope people understand that we're actually not focused on gnostic texts but I'd focused, like to fo- I, it'd I be nice to get it would be nice it, to so, get there because I'm, I'm curious i've heard so much it's kind of like the hermetica that we were just talking about there's so much you hear about it like yeah. you have this whole different su- supposedly kind of like who god is and that there's this one bad seems like you know this god and mm-hmm. that's fighting against this other one and yeah there's one that doesn't want us to be happy or something like that it's just like really interesting and i'm like ooh, i'd like to get into a few of those texts and i have the whole library i mean the nakamadi library yeah and the cool thing about the nakamadi library is it's got hermetic stuff it's got plato in it yeah you know they were i mean it was in egypt and so there's all kinds of stuff so i don't know if there's a book that we could oh actually elaine paggles which one? Her first one? Gnostic Gospels? Yeah. Maybe we should read over that so then we can talk about the basic of basis of Gnosticism and then we can start picking out. Yeah, that's cool. I have that book. You do? Yeah. Good. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'd like to. Elaine Paggles has a few ones that we might be interested. There's also one called uh, um, The Origin of Satan. Oh, yeah. Well, she yeah, she has a few. There's this. Yeah. Adam and Eve and the serpent. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll just start off with the whatever, because I don't know which ones to read, which ones are the good ones, you know, yeah, and, and some of those are more fragmented than others. We have oh, my to gosh. Some of these are ridiculous. You're just like, what? Why is it even on here? Yeah. It's all spaces like. Yeah. But then there's the Gospel of Mary. But then, like I said, yeah, so, public. but yeah, they even have Asclepius. Yeah. Or at least part of it. Yeah. So, um, so, I mean, I'd like to get into Gnostic just to understand their basic thing. So we can validate the title. We can validate the title of our well, uh, but, show here. Well, no, and well, and also people that are looking for Gnostic stuff, particularly, you know. Yeah. But it's it's and two that I wanted the, the whole thing to be more of the oh wait I have Adam and Eve and the serpent right there <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> anyway your awesome bookshelf I here thought I had, had a it's right next to the art of war yeah and tasting beer <laughs> <laughs> hey man Mark's 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 library is exhaustive there's everywhere. So. But anyway, um, so that's that's one uh, place I'd like to go next. I mean, but what do you? And also, there's the the okay, the mes- I know now. I'm now. like the Mesopotamian <laughs> myths. Yeah, mythology is like that. That awesome book, one. the Twelfth Planet, by yeah. Zachariah Sitchin. Like that's that's his name. Yeah, 
is really interesting and you're like what in the end did you did you uh was your opinion on that book that it was uh was it what was your what was your end opinion on that book it was good okay cool maybe it wasn't like we, good, we talked about but this. like far cry or just like very thought-provoking interesting yeah cool All it was it was above. no it was it was really good and it had it explained i think a lot of the I mean, it goes into the myths of the Mesopotamians. Yeah, he yeah, has the, his own um, ideas, obviously. Are, the uh, with spaceships and all this. But yeah, well, did you talk about the Anuki or Anunnaki? Anunnaki. Yeah. What is that? What culture was that from? It's from the Sumerians. Sumerians. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. Yeah. 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 So that, I mean, there. That's the thing is that, like, the flood myth in there is really interesting. That'd be a cool one. There's some, there's some good, there's some like, you know, you got the Epic of Gilgamesh and yeah, you got some, uh, what's that? Who's that guy? Uh, well, I'm saying the whole creation and like in there, what the role of man was in, in, uh, God's eyes or the God's eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was like this slave anyways, really, or he was here to, to relieve, because these other, the Anunnaki, or wait, yeah, were upset because they were having to work. They're like, okay, we're done. Like, okay, well, let's create humans. Got it. Anyway. Got it. Interesting. There's also uh, some, what I'm interested in, I don't know where to find it. I want to find the, there's some, I'm not sure if it's like, like, uh, Hebrew origin or or pre-Hebrew origin, but there's some mythologies where the for for lack for for just a quick summary and then we I can fig, I can fix it all later. There's this concept in some cultures' eyes that the Jehovah of the Old Testament was actually like a bad god. I thought that was the Gnostic. I th- so there, there, those are in there. I think those, there's, there's some of that in there, but it's not. That's not all. What's about? I think those are. I think there's selected texts that talk about that. Oh, I thought that was a general. That's no. what I thought. I, that's I why be, I could be wrong, but yeah, because the, the well, I don't know. Well, maybe. Well, and you have this issue where maybe some of some of our listeners can educate us this, educate us on this, and we can go forward with it. But you have this issue where you have in the Old Testament, you have like this very like warmongering god and then you have like this like god that loves supposedly yeah well that that would make sense with the gnostics because they're christian like so you have the old i but i don't know but you have the old you have the old regime let's just call it that yeah it's a good word it works where the the god of the old testament you know was very like not this is the rule blah blah and all of a sudden in the new testament you have like this one coming to make it right yeah you know to fix it yeah so i think that might possibly be part of the gnostic belief but we'll find we'll find out we'll find out but um so those are a few things we want to talk about sounds like we have a lot to, we have a lot to go for yeah we'll start with we'll start we'll start from uh doing the you know, epictetus next time though yeah just definitely not gnostic no nope. so if you're if you're listening to this for gnostic stuff 
we'll we'll try and get we'll try and get that in in the next couple episodes. Yeah, we'll actually we'll we'll uh, gosh, we still have to do the Asclepius though. Oh, we have so much to do. Well, not so much, but we should make this a daily daily podcast. Daily podcast, that'd be nice. Yeah, because I have the hours. Popolvu. Yeah, in the Egyptian book of the that one's interesting because that has a flood story in it too. Yeah, it's like gosh dang it. The Simpsons on philosophy. Yeah. Some good stuff there. Well, so uh, what have you been reading anything? Listening to anything? Doing a lot of work lately, so not so much. Um, listening to, I mean, listening. Uh, I have this problem where I, I, I listen to a lot of music. Good gosh. Listen to some podcasts lately. And... My whole schedule, I'll tell you this, my whole schedule has been, like, thrashed this last month. Like, yeah. I had a routine where I would go to I would go to work, and on the way to work, I would listen to audiobooks or podcasts. And at work, I would take a break and go take a walk and listen to my audiobook on my walk. I would write my journal. The first thing I do at my, at, when I get to my desk is I would write my journal that morning. Really? Yeah. I had, like, this routine. And then now that, now that the everybody's like this whole like virus has taken over and everybody's at home my routine has been just like i don't have one like it's been horrible for like like i don't i don't i'm not getting as much reading done i'm not getting hardly i'm not listening i'm just it just i gotta find and i gotta get a new routine for this yeah well i'm still on the same schedule so i haven't noticed that's the thing i'm kind of like disconnected from it because i'm where i work for uh ups you know so you're driving in the same i'm vital dude i'm essential you're essential so but my wife's home and my kids home but i'm still working the same schedule so i'm like what are these people crying about man (laughs) anyways that's my that's my excuse like i just been no it it throws a wrench into everything yeah because then you don't yeah it's weird well hopefully you know all this uh two shall pass this two shall pass i have a new book that i bought recently that i've been i've kind of been reading a little bit of it it's called uh meister eckhart have you heard of him eckhart yeah you i know, know, I, you know, you know eckhart. eckhart toll is yeah yeah okay well he's he's not that's not eckhart toll that's not his real name he's renamed eckhart toll changed his name to to what it is in as a respect to Meister Eckhart. He, oh, okay. So Meister Eckhart was like a like a medieval, maybe to Renaissance, um, maybe even before that. But he was a a uh, I don't know if he was like a a, a priest or uh, a monk or a philosopher. But anyways, he uh, the book's called Meister Eckhart, and then subtitled from whom God from whom God hid nothing, and so he he ha, he says some pretty interesting. Uh, he has a lot of really cool like thoughts. Like he's like the Epictetus book that we have right here on the desk. Mm-hmm. You can read the 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 uh, Meister Eckhart book in the same way. Like there's lots of like just short thoughts. That oh, are really okay. interesting. So cool. uh, yeah, I mean I have been re- kind of reading through that, and it's been it's been really interesting. My wife bought me another book that's actually been interesting it's a buddhist book that i've enjoyed previous books by this person what is it 
I, I mentioned the person before. I don't think you cared for the author. Her name is um, no, I just didn't know. Pima Chodron. She has a newer book that I'm now reading. You ever heard of her? I maybe I'm wrong about that. I remember you. I I wasn't sure if, if the, let the me book. Look, I'll, I'll know if I've heard of her. Keep talking. Book that, yes, this this one. I'm reading this one right now, and it's been pretty good. Pima. P, yeah, P E M A. C H O D R A N is her name. The yeah, first, this is the chick that the book that I read, I read the first time was called her. "Living Beautifully," and I liked it. Yeah, just so. Anyways, anyways, I'm reading a new book by her. I know who she is. It's not. It's not new. It's new to me. It's not. It's like yeah. written like ten years ago, I think. And then uh, I think that's. Uh, I think that's all. Um, my home, I we homeschool our kids. And so I've been taking an active part yeah. in. Uh, so does everybody else, Brandon? I know. I know it's weird. So is everybody else now. But anyways, <laughs> and so one of the things that we I've we've recently changed is we start the day off with the music mode, and we go over music, and like so like the other day I played for my kids "Stairway to Heaven" by Led Zeppelin, and we talked about the words and we kind of theorize what we think it they're talking right? about. Yeah, yeah. We got we gone we've done some Rush songs we've done Simon and Garfunkel. What's like the sounds of silence? Yeah, sounds of silence. Oh it's, man! Yeah, it's been fun. It's, the, it's been fun. We did Genesis, uh, Land of Confusion recently. Really? Yeah. And so uh, we've been having fun doing that, but uh, hmm. yeah. What about you, Mark? Oh. You go through like about five books a week, right? Um. Well, I don't know, man. I've been kind of at a dry spell. Well, but no, I, you've I started... had the same routine. No, but I'm saying <laughs> finding stuff to listen to. Oh, yeah. You know, but I got that book that you said you recommended how to create a mind. Oh, Ray Kurzweil. Yeah. Deep. It's kind of, it's kind of it's, in, in, in complex. Yeah. I just listened to a thing on ancient civilizations of North America because I've been interested me and Tanya have wanted to go see the Mesa Hohokam thing yeah. over here. Yeah. There's one right in Mesa. Yeah, which... which right over we, by my dad's house. Yeah, i never been there before. I know it's there, though. Okay, I'm just going to let you know, it's not that impressive. It's basically a mound of dirt or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I've heard I've heard this I've heard this Oh, you've already heard of it. anyway. But yeah. I was like, I want to learn more about them because they had they had and and this this particular thing I got on Audible, they had a sale. It's a, a American civilizations or ancient civilizations of North America by Edwin Barnhart for the Great Courses. It oh, was really yeah. cool because they went over like the. Uh, Mogion or Mogul, yeah. Mogul, I always, I always say Mogion, but I'm not sure how you pronounce Mogollon. it. yeah, but I always said Mogion too. Anyway, them, uh, the Hohokam, they had 700 miles of of uh irrigation ditches that they had done. The Hohokam did, yeah, okay, and they're like 12, they were 12 feet deep and like really 30 feet wide. Those are better than the ones that we big. do today, yeah. And they 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 had to grade them too, you know, so because, that the water can flow. Yeah, the water would flow, but also they had to narrow because for what reason? I don't know. No. Okay, the way this still how the water works type. Yeah, thing? Okay. yeah, yeah. But the and but they didn't have 
as far as we understand, they didn't have any kind of, we, you know, never saw them doing numbers or, you know, kind of like, or writings and all this stuff. So it's kind of like this interesting mystery, you know, whatever. And we still, they still don't know, you know, but there was, there's. How can that happen? Tens of thousands. Well, and I'm not even saying that, but there's tens of thousands of people here in the, in the Phoenix area, you know, living on, you know, up till, uh, I think 1100. There's a big, there's a big exodus culture here at 12 in 1100 to 1200, the destruction of, uh, different cultures where they disappeared like the hope well and anyway it was really interesting yeah so it was cool because i was like we live we live right here you know no kidding these cool indian cultures were the anasazi which don't call them anasazis because that means like enemy or something oh that's the name that someone else gave them (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's the the mogion i know that like there's a somewhere near tucson as graham hancock went down there yeah like and like I'm thinking of all these places that so we're from Arizona, obviously, all these places that are nearby. Yeah, I know. I want to go see the one that you're talking about because I was whenever I was listening to the thing, I was like, "What? Right there?" And they had they had mammoths, woolly mammoths, yeah, and stuff like like these. The, okay, th- so about twelve thousand five hundred was it BC I don't remember, I don't remember the or eleven thousand, whatever it is. There's there. Here in Air, does this say down in Arizona? Here, you know, there's there's the the megafauna like these saber toothed cats, giant dire wolves, yeah, mammoths, giant mammoths, giant sloths. Actually, I went down in in uh at the Karchner Caverns. Have you ever been there? I when I was young, Karchner, yeah, it's awesome, yeah, the yeah, 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 well. Yeah, so uh, like, how long ago did when, you go? Uh, a couple years ago. Oh, okay. They have it all sealed off and stuff because it's this one's still a living cave. Yeah, they don't want people to like disrupt. Yeah, if you touch something, you have to let them know. Hey, I you know brush up against this because they clean it. Yeah, because it's it's still a living cave. Like if you go to, what's the other one over in Tucson? There's another one, Col- Col- Colossal Caves. Yeah, that's a dead cave. Because they just opened it up and, you know, anyway, but because of that, yeah, I got yeah. it. Yeah. And, uh, they're, they have this giant, they found a skull of a giant sloth. Oh, this is okay. Brand, this is going to be kind of crazy. Okay. Because he kind of, in this, in the book, he talks about giants, you okay. know, here, but not, you know, kind of like dismissing it. Yeah. You know? But the, the Indians were the ones that had the traditions of the giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard, right okay, this. here's what I was. Okay, here's what I was thinking. This is just a thought. <laughs> okay, if you have what, the megafauna, these giant wolves, yeah, giant mega elephants, you know, like yeah. giant bison, like these these bison were like thirteen feet tall, huge bison, like actually. And um, why wouldn't you have giant people? And what's funny is they, we even like, it's even suggested that we were even, the that, that whatever human species existed back then, even were even shorter. 
well, you know, and, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're well, uh, averaged, like, they averaged, like, five feet tall rather than five and a half feet yeah, tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there might, well, anyway, so this is this is just an Good idea. Point. Yeah, okay. But why not? And then what happened to the megafauna that went extinct? Just it, just like the giant humans, is that there's a certain point where whatever, uh, f- the, they were just too big to survive. Yeah. There was, you know, and so it was, that's how, at least I think that that's how, that's why we end up with the smaller creatures because they didn't have to have so much to survive right yeah i don't know they don't have it was they it it makes sense yeah so anyway that was just an idea that i i thought (laughs) that was awesome so there's giants that was a a, uh bonus that's a bonus for you guys so anyway i mean because you don't find a lot of like whenever uh the initial giant uh buffalo was found the the smithsonian dismissed it okay i'm not gonna i'm not this is not a rant against the smithsonian conspiracy no no that's a giant buffalo yeah this guy the this ex-slave had found it on there's a big flood that happened and all of a sudden he found these bones he recognized that they're buffalo but because he was a buffalo soldier you know um so he had you know hunted the buffalo for and stuff so he knew and and then but the, the guy that was working working at the smithsonian had certain ideas so it wasn't for a long time you know years after that they finally went and investigated or somebody else did and they were like, oh, wait these are giant buffalo you know yeah i don't know where that story how is many going. things have the smithsonian messed up you think smithsonian release the giants there's a <laughs> no but um but w- one of the actually one of the things is uh maybe to talk about real quick is that you need we need to dismiss our preconceived ideas you know uh or our opinions oh mere opinions yeah yeah you know Why or don't just be- just be- because if if you have if you have opinions, you're not o- open to what's really what reality is suggesting. You're even there's people that will even see something happen, or like like in this case, these giant bones, and they'll be no this that couldn't yeah be. even when they're like right in front of their face yeah yeah okay the, the and this is not a rant to say that there was giant people and I sure. I was just saying hey well why you know maybe yeah but i mean in the in the world too there's just so many so many opinions out there where or and there's so many conflicting things too like right now with all this stuff going on it's like then nobody knows what's going on it's hard to even talk about it well but i'm saying and it's hard to get a a a source a reliable even news source because they're they're all over the place yeah it's hard. That's true. So uh, we want to know what's happening, and there's too many different like conflicting data points, and yeah, yeah, got it. I agree. I totally agree with that. But I mean, that's not even so. Uh, that's that's the one that I've I listened to that I thought was cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, it was really neat to think because it's just like. Who were these people? Anyway, 
So, um, well, that's about it, I guess. Yeah, that was, a, that was an that. awesome uh, episode there. Epic. Epictetus. Epictetus. That I'm going to change my name to Epicus. So, uh, you know what's interesting? As uh, I guess I'll, leave, I'll say this, my last thing I'll say, but uh, we, uh, I have four kids. And sometimes we have, we've asked, we are my, my oldest daughter's name is Esther. We knew that we wanted to name her that, but the other three, we kind of like, Oh, what do we, you know? And we've always wanted to name, we always wanted to name our kids something that like meant something, mm-hmm. you know? And, or that like had, like had, like we had a, like a, you know, a spe- like a special name. Yeah. And so I remember one of the names that floated around for my third is my third daughter, you know, before we knew if it was going to be a boy or a girl, we had some names floating around. And uh, one of the boy names that I had the audacity, for some reason, it was high in the list. And I, I think back now, I'm like, why would I even, why would that be in the list? But one of the boy names that we had for if it was a boy was Epic. <laughs> Is that funny? <laughs> oh my gosh, Brandon. <laughs> that was even on your, in your thing. It was high on the list. I think it wasn't high in Anne's list, but it was high in mine. Epic. Epic. Yeah. What? You, what's wrong with me? I don't know, man. <laughs> well, you know what? That's one of those things that you're like. I'm glad that that didn't happen. Yeah. Because that kid would be named Epic, right now. Yeah. Anyways. It'd be cool when he comes in a room. Everybody's like, Epic. That's funny. <laughs> I, yeah, well, so, you know what? Sometimes it's just, yeah, things hit you and you're like, that sounds so cool. And then years later, you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, big mistake. You should name your next kid, next kid Hermes. Hermes, yeah. Herman. What's funny is I have over, I have over the Actually, years. Actually, Tat would be sweet though. Tat, yeah. Tat would be cool. Yeah. I have come up with, I have seen some names from these texts that we've been reading. I'm like, oh, that'd be a cool name for a kid. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to have kids when I'm 60 years old. So, or like, I don't want to be raising kids when I'm 60. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, that's a different topic. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, hey, actually, though, Socrates was like 70 and he had a young, he had a young kid. So, is that a thing? Is that yep. a real thing? Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. And, I what do you mean? In the opening of uh, the cave and the light, I don't remember them mentioning telling the story. They're like, he had a young, a young oh, wife, right. and he that's had right. a, kind of a young kid, and he was like seventy something. That's right. So he was still. I know Epictetus had a, and an adopted, child, when he was old too. Really? Yeah. I need to do more studying on that. He picked up a Epictetus. kid off the street, started taking care of him. For real? Yeah. Crazy thing is, he has a really interesting history. Of yes, being a slave and yeah, being crippled, and then he got kicked. Out. Anyway, we'll we'll talk about it whenever we talk about him. I'll check into more into that. Um, okay, well, yeah, this is uh, if if there's anything particular that you like that we talked about that you want to you know are like yes, let us know. Yeah, right. And we uh, will can't wait to talk to you next time. Yeah. All right. Bye. See you.
Wow.